0: Pick this thing off, and we will start recording another episode of, a, of another Shitty Atheist Podcast. We here. We. <laughs> I love that. That's I funny. do, too. <laughs> that feels right. Uh, all right, so I guess, before anything else, we have to do introductions. So, uh, my name is Andrew Garber, and I'm the president of Crossroads Atheists.
1: And I'm John, also known as Johnny Atheist, and I am Director of Education for Crossroads Atheists.
0: You know, if you're listening to this for the first time and you're wondering where in the world is Crossroads Atheists and how can I be a part of a great shitty podcast like this, you should find Crossroads Atheists on Facebook and join the Facebook group. And we do all kinds of great stuff. Uh, we're, Crossroads Atheists is gearing up to do a trunk or treat here this weekend. Um, for Casa, that's the court-appointed special advocate group. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm Absolutely. really looking forward. To it.
1: Me too. I got my candy already, and I got some decorations ready, and it's going to be a blast. Oh, it's going to be great. Are you dressing up in a costume, John? You know, I don't. I have a mask, but I was told that that probably wouldn't be appropriate. So, probably
0: not. <laughs> Hiding your face. When you're dealing with children, eh, it can't be sketchy. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump in here. Uh, did, did you bring two stories? Because if you brought two, then you'll go first and last, and I'll be the monkey in the middle. All right, yes, I do got two
1: stories, and both of them are pretty uh, pretty insane. Okay. All right, so let's let's go with this first one, because this is the one I have the most information on. So there's this congressman, Doug Lamborn, who says, now, this congressman is for Colorado, which was the first state for recreational marijuana. And he he says that the legalization of marijuana is a direct spiritual war against Christians. And, uh, right! Like, I mean, it's to the point where it's because he says that Uh, the dispensaries are on the same the same streets of churches like you understand there's there's churches there's churches on every fucking street
0: (laughs) i i don't even know where to go from here right i mean if you take a street far enough you're going to find a strip club or a porn shop i don't understand
1: and i remember a time in my life where i remember i don't know who it was but one of the one of the preachers on TV, one of the televangelists, was saying this, exactly what you said. There's strip clubs on these. It's, they're, they're picking certain things that is going with the culture and trying to target these things. Um, except the one they keep going with is the, uh, the war on Christmas. I, I think they're, they're trying to get ahead of themselves and uh, find a war on something else until they get to the war on Christmas.
0: Gosh. Oh, God. The... Annual ridiculous war on Christmas. Yeah, that is that is fun (laughs) stuff. And now we're saying that it's the devil because people can have a spiritual experience on weed. Is that Uh, where we're going with this? Yeah, I I mean, how else? How how else does that?
1: Is it a spiritual war? It's it's a it's a plant. I mean, for for fuck's sakes. And then it, it, it gets better. Hang on. So. Okay, so this guy's a congressman, and this was said at a nonprofit organization called the Truth and Liberty Coalition. Um, and his statement, the name of the event was uh, In God We Trust. It was an In God We Trust rally. Now, this is a congressman.
0: Where is the separation of church and state for this? No kidding. And why is it every time I hear the words truth and liberty, like a Truth and Liberty Council? Uh those councils are almost never for truth or liberty. Right? <laughs> They're the opposite of, actually, yes. I, I I mean as soon as you said it was the truth and liberty people, I automatically knew there was not gonna be any truth or liberty going on in these discussions at all. Oh
1: <laughs> uh, going back to your, your your strip club things, he's also dude he's also Saying the same thing about abortion clinics and legislators who, quote unquote, impose radical gender theory on young students are also signs of this spiritual war. So this guy's going all
0: out. Radical gender theory. (laughs) What the (laughs) hell is that? I have no, no idea. My gosh, are we... Are, are we really saying that acknowledging that trans people exist is radical gender theory? Is that where we're going? Good lord.
1: That, that's what it sounds like. And this, guy's, this guy's been working on fighting these things since, since 2012. And it's... The voters in the state have pushed for this. They've approved it. Why is he a congressman that's supposed to work for the voters is doing what the voters don't want.
0: Well, that's, that's the thing about states like Colorado, right? Where, where people live, where, where there are metropolises, right? That's where you'll find uh, forward thinking people. That's where you'll find uh, support for marijuana that's where you'll find support for LGBTq rights that's where you'll find all of those good things. but there are a there's a big hunkin chunk of Colorado that is rural right there's a it, there's just there, where there's nobody and in those rural sections that's where you'll find uh, ass hats like this guy. Colorado <laughs> is the state that gave us Gordon Klingenschmidt. Remember that guy? Oh, my
1: God. Yeah.
0: That guy was a, a horrible shit show. I, I really feel like those guys coming from Colorado have to be from those rural areas where people don't live. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Oh, wow. All right. Your story is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> my story is not as depressing. This is um, <clears throat> this is a story from the Pew uh, Research Forum, right? And it's published on October 17th, right? Just a few weeks ago, yes? And it says, In the U.S., the decline of Christianity continues at a rapid pace. Ha-ha! <laughs> ha Amen. <laughs> right? Um, they... The first they have if you've ever been to the Pew Forum uh, website, it is loaded with charts and graphs all over the place. But the only one that the one that sums it all up is the one at the very top of the page. And it shows uh, U.S. adults who identify as Christian in uh, 10 years ago, 2009. Uh, 77% of U.S. adults identified as Christian. Today, in 2019, that is down to 65%. That's a 12% loss.
1: That is
0: fantastic. I know, right? That's amazing. And contrastly, the nuns, the religiously unaffiliated, so not necessarily atheists but religiously unaffiliated rose from 17 percent to 26 percent that's a nine percent gain in the religiously unaffiliated in 10 years that's huge man Dude, that that is really big yeah the... and, and I I get that we've got an awful lot of spiritual and not religious people in <laughs> That 26% and spiritual and not religious people are one of my pet peeves. I don't know what in the hell that means. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, atheists and agnostics are also in there. And so if you've got a group of four people now, right, if you've got a group of four U.S. adults in a room together, there is a strong chance that one of them is not religiously affiliated. And that is huge
1: absolutely unfortunately unfortunately none of those people were in my family
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> well and and i'm going to guess that when you talk about your family you are likely talking about uh your parents grandparents uncles aunts um Brothers
1: uh yeah I mean everybody really yeah. the
0: uh, <laughs> the religiously affiliated saw drops in every category right I, I mean I mean every category men, women uh, gener- they broke it into generations from uh, the silent generation to the baby boomers to Gen X to the millennials, white, black hispanic with college education, without college education, North, South, East, West, Democrats and Republicans, right? Everybody saw a loss in Christians. There wasn't growth anywhere. The only place that saw just a little bit of loss was in the silent generation between 1928 and 1945, right? So those dudes are pretty old, Um they only lost two percent, right? But in the millennials, down sixteen percent. Sixteen percent in millennials. Come, if some, if nothing else is going to give you hope for the future, people uh, in their thirties are much twice less likely to believe in religion than um, than pe- just people in my generation, right? I'm in Gen X. Um, yeah, right. Uh, we our generation lost eight percent, but millennials lost sixteen from from Christianity. And uh, the thing that struck me most was that even Republicans saw a loss of Christians, right? Um, which means, by the way, that the Republicans saw a gain in nuns, right? Right. So that's and. and you know you and i have talked before we both know uh atheists and agnostics who lean to the right or are straight out republican and we'll disagree with them later uh but <laughs> look just because you get one question right doesn't mean you get them all right uh, right but, i mean but,
1: a clock a, a clock could be right twice a day i mean
0: yeah right exactly <laughs> But even Republicans are seeing loss in Christianity. And I think that's significant today because the only base that Trump is always drumming is his Christian evangelical base, right? Yeah. Those are the people that he's always ru- drumming up. And he and that population is shrinking even on the Republican side.
1: The only... Uh... The only thing I have to say about that, well, I got two things, but one of them is I think it it is shrinking, and I've noticed that quite a bit. However, the the base that he has is becoming more extreme with their views. Mm. I I will say, however, I was at the VA earlier, Mm. and there was a part from some newscast uh, on the TV, and it said that a lot of independents and Republicans – are actually starting to fall more towards the let's impeach Trump thing.
0: I am thrilled that the phrase quid pro quo has now made it into, ver- into the vernacular, right? Yep. Um, because I have a feeling that a lot of people didn't know what these Latin words were uh, before. A- and again, listen, if you're a listener and you're just now joining the impeach Trump side, I just want to say... Thank you, welcome, and fuck you for showing up now. <laughs> we tried to tell you years ago. We
1: really <laughs> did.
0: <laughs> All right, John, bring us home with the last one.
1: Okay, <laughs> this one. This one's real bad. Uh, I kind of wish the girls were here for this because this is uh, this is pretty crazy. So, have you ever heard of a? Blogger called the transformed wife.
0: No, but I all I'm already cringing.
1: <laughs> oh boy. So okay, this this lady, her name is Lori Alexander. She has a Twitter. It's not too popular. I mean, she's got she's got over five thousand followers. She is saying that women should stay home and get this. That if you're not giving sex to your husband when he wants it, regardless if you want it or not, you are blaspheming blaspheming the Bible. What? Yup. I mean, that let me, sounds let me,
0: like marital rape
1: to me. It absolutely is. And she's been confronted on this, and she said it is not marital rape because it is under God's standards. She keeps going back. I mean, I, I'm on her Twitter right now. If you're listening to this, go to her Twitter because I haven't had a chance to really look at this. I just heard about this right before the podcast. Uh I watched some of her her YouTube videos and it's constantly women should stay home, women should bear the children, women should not teach. She's got a um uh, a tweet that says that if you if you if a woman teaches a man that that's also blasphemy. I mean she's one of those Women should know their place and and stay home. And if you're if you want to be a career woman, you're going against God. I mean, she is just taking the Bible to hold back way back to when the archaic times.
0: Oh, oh, I think I found the tweet that you're talking about. Uh, it huh? says, uh women can know biblical doctrine inside out and backwards, but if they aren't living in submission to their mm-hmm. husband. And aren't keepers at home. They are blaspheming the word of God. Titus 2.5 Most female Bible teachers are blaspheming the word of God.
1: There it is. I, I had it up and I lost it. I went to pull it up. And yeah, that's exactly the one I was talking about.
0: Holy shit. What the hell? Look, This... This is exactly the kind of harm that religion does to people, right? When it hijacks their morality and it makes and it turns them into monsters, right? I have no doubt, no doubt that this lady is a nice person, but her morality has been hijacked and twisted by religion to make her think that women have to be submissive in order to be good people that is a real tragedy and it only happens with religion right i don't know how you logic your way there you know what i'm saying right i i can't think of a way that you can reason your way there unless your reason has been skewed and transformed into something monstrous like it is when religion comes into play. This this woman's a victim of bad thinking. And right. she that's that's the sad part here, right? I don't want people to hate this poor sad twat. <laughs> 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 I want people to pity this poor sad twat because she thinks she's doing good work and she's not but she doesn't recognize it because her morality has been hijacked by religion that's the tragedy that religion imposes upon us it's uh, all right and here's the kicker oh my god
1: so she has this one tweet that it was so big that it was on uh, the Friendly Atheist pod, uh, not the podcast, but the, the blog. And it says, a wife has a much greater chance of being abused if she is quarrelsome, contentious, and abusive towards her husband, rather than if she is kind, loving, and submissive. God's ways are for our own good, not for our harm. So she's pretty much saying that, if you're not nice and submissive to your husband you're you're asking for
0: abuse like what in the fuck is that Good God that is really really tragic yeah oh, gosh. wow
1: and and people are following her they're listening to her that's that's the
0: sad part it's yeah she's Well. Not, you're going to have to find I mean, if, if you're going to live In this scenario Then you're going to have to have Your perspective Constantly reinforced to you That it's a good thing Right? I mean, imagine Being, uh, being this woman And uh, look I can't imagine That she's not an abused spouse Herself right? right? If she's tweeting this kind of stuff about how being abused is just the greatest thing that God can bestow upon you, then, um, uh, she I, I can't imagine that she's not in an abusive relationship herself, and that she thinks this is the way God intended her marriage to work out. That's a real tragedy, right.
1: And I'm 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 telling you, the more I look into this stuff, it's like you were talking about, you know, the religious population has dropped. Um and I've been watching things like there's this YouTube thing, Paula Morgan and uh Girl Defined. They're not quite as extreme as her, but they're on the same page. They're women should stay at home and bear kids and be submissive. And it's <sighs> It's becoming less of the people, but the people that are in that mindset are becoming louder.
0: Yes, yes, they are absolutely becoming louder. Oh, oh, my gosh, I just, oh, 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 I don't know that I can read this. This is, wow, oh, God. Nope, I'm going to read it. I I can't tease it like that and then not read it. (laughs) When pastors teach wives, when pastors teach on wives having authority over the husband's body and the husband's having authority over the wife's body, they press men not to force it on their wives, but never press women not to deprive their husbands. Women depriving their husbands is destroying marriages. Oh. My. God. Wow. Uh Wow. I, I, I can't wrap my brain around this. I, I, I can't wrap my brain around this. How in the world? What what do relationship would you have to have that, uh, when whenever he says spread them, you're that's just crazy. That's yeah. what. Well, look, if you're into it and it's playful, and it's consensual, it's awesome. But if you're forcing yourself on someone, that's never fucking cool. No. I, I, oh my gosh, this, this poor woman.
1: And I think you're right about the, uh, the abusive part, and... I mean, because her name—and this is this is my opinion—and it's this is not a fact—but her her name her handle is the transformed wife. So transformed from what I don't know. Transformed how? With with what is being said, it's, it's got to be there's some abuse, and she just kind of got that Stockholm syndrome, and is now passing it on to everybody else. If you get a chance, you should at least check out one of her YouTubes. I would suggest going on to Mr. Atheist because he kind of counters. I mean, he points out and shows clips. And while she's talking about this, she is she kind of laughs at people that don't agree. I mean, not kind of. She literally she literally laughs. And it's like, are you you serious? This is not a joke. Being raped is not a joke. What the fuck is wrong with you? Woo. Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, maybe I should have led with that story and let you finish with a
0: good story. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Holy. Good. Great. That is just horrible. Blah. 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 <laughs> well, we're going to wrap this up. This will be short. It'll. It, it, that's fine. Look, not, right. every, not every podcast can have all the people. I get it. Other people have lives. We don't have lives. That's fine. It's okay.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, do you, wanna, I, I do want to say real quick to our, our patron supporter, thank you so very much. You are awesome. That's why we do this.
0: Oh, yes. And thank you for reminding me. I just, I just last night updated the Patreon page. So now you can find us at patreon.com slash Atheists. That's patreon.com slash Atheists. I didn't realize that when I set the tiers for pledges that I was doing this by month. And so you can literally be a Patreon for as little as $1 a month. You'll get early access to these podcasts. You'll get extra podcasts. John's already recorded one that you can get. If you become a Patreon at patreoncom slash Crossroads Atheists, please support us. We really, truly appreciate it. And I believe it was Dasan Kennedy who was our Patreon, but I don't have the Patreon page pulled up in front of me.
1: I'll just say yes, it is because I, I, yeah, it is.
0: Cool, awesome. Thank you. You rock. Um, so, so yeah, uh, we'll we'll be uh, we'll. Uh, Will be ever in your debt if you go to? Uh, well, actually, you'll be in our debt because we're going to send you a bill. But uh, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Uh. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, right, every, uh, every, every one more thing, real quick. Every everything that uh, you give is going back to the community to help. You know, the community and people in need. This isn't going into our pockets. This is. Going right back into the community
0: Yeah, we're going to take these funds And we're going to Expand our programming And do a whole bunch of good good stuff And one of these days we may even launch a second podcast Teaser Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah One of these days we may launch Another teaser I wonder if Kelsey and Jade are going to listen to this And uh, realize that I'm telling them That they need to launch their podcast Maybe. <laughs> Hint, hint <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh let's just leave in backward order. John tell everybody who you are again. All
1: right, this is John the Atheist and again, I am the director of education at Crossroads Atheists.
0: And I'm Andrew Garber, I'm president of Crossroads Atheists. We're located in Terre Haute, Indiana. Come and join us if you're anywhere near Terre Haute, Indiana. We'd love to have you. In the meantime, May the flying spaghetti monster touch you with his noodly appendage. God isn't here. We are. Take it.